Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the second episode of Bevelations. Yes. We're in our terrible twos now, and uh, I'm very excited uh, because I've gotten a lot of amazing uh, positive feedback for the first episode, and I'm so happy that it's being well-received and people seem so excited about it uh, that I can't wait to share with you my second episode with the horrible Satine Harlow. Uh, so uh, it was a blast sitting down with Satine, and we had so much fun that we completely forgot to talk about one of my absolute absolute favorite uh, experiences with her, uh, which fortunately is preserved on YouTube. It was called Satine's Sashay Away Shack, and you can find that on YouTube. It was an after show for Cycle 4 and Cycle 5 of Drag Wars, and I completely forgot to even talk to the bitch about it because we were too busy talking and trash talking other shit. But uh, so after you listen to the podcast, please, if you're not familiar with it, go watch that stupidity on. Uh, YouTube. Um, you'll see me in severe levels of intoxication at two in the morning after sitting through a four hour drag show, among with many of your favorite Philly queens, a lot, a lot of whom I'm hoping to have on the podcast in later episodes. But anyway, so yeah, I, I'm recording this on Thursday, the uh, 16th, and hopefully I will have this out by early next week. And uh, stay tuned. I'm so excited that you're back again for episode two. Hit that subscribe button and enjoy episode two with Satine Harlow. Today we are joined by Japanese singing sensation Satine Harlow. When not dropping out of Drag Wars or selling overpriced retail at Century 21, you can find her getting in drag for no reason and posting drunk rants on Facebook. She enjoys wearing one wig a month and borrowing from the eye candy dressing room. Please welcome Philadelphia's most hated drag queen, Satine Harlow. Hi, Bev. She didn't, I asked her to write her own bio and she wouldn't do it. So she said I could write one for her, and that's what she gets. Will you get off your goddamn phone for five minutes? Sorry, bitch. I'm I, giving a sneak peek. This is to already off to a horrible, horrible start. Anita was so nice and pleasant, and you're already on your fucking phone. Sorry, I'm She's not. Snapchatting my intro <clears throat> of her. It's how, true. How dare you? I, well, I, congratulations like, to you, bitch. Thank you. This is like RuPaul's Drag Race. I made you sign an ironclad non-disclosure agreement <laughs> about what was going to be happening. Sure, during ironclad. Your, during it's perfect. Tonight. Actually, so I feel already... like your introduction was perfect. Wasn't it? Yeah, I figured. So hi, welcome. Hi. Um, we're we're recording this on Thursday, uh, the 9th. The first uh, episode just came out today, and I've gotten positive feedback. So yay! I decided to completely kill any momentum and have you on it. Yay! Perfect. Yeah. Good so, change of pace. Um, so Satine Harlow, yes. tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, like you said in your illustrious opening, I am Philadelphia's most hated drag queen and Japanese singing sensation. A title she's put a lot of effort into. I worked, earning. look, the past year we'll I've get worked to very that. hard. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. So um, let's take it back to the very beginning. Um, okay. Where tell, tell us about Baby Satine. Where are you from? Where am I from? Um, well, I was born right outside of New Orleans in Gretna, Louisiana. Shut it, up. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Um, it's it's one of those towns that no one knows about. A unless you watch Hoarders. <laughs> Because there was that one there was episode. An episode of Orders filmed in my hometown too. I swear to God, it was that episode where there was the woman with the rocking chair on her front yard and the fourteen dead cats under her fridge. She was the one that Kathy Griffin was obsessed with quoting. With the, <laughs> it has memories. Um, and then some drag queen that won RuPaul's Drag Race is from there as well. I believe her name is Bonnie Del Rico. Bonnie Del Rico. Bonnie Del Rico. Yeah, she was there. So that's it. That's the episode I'm from. of Hoarders that was filmed in my hometown was the one where the woman had a bathtub full of used adult diapers. Stop! And while they were trying to clean it out, there was like a minor earthquake, like the only fucking <laughs> earthquake that we've ever had in like Westminster, Maryland. And they thought that like everything was just going to go plummeting through the <laughs> Floor because of the weight of her used adult diapers. So perfect. Cheers. We have it so has much, memories. We have, we have so much in I common. I see the no cherry pop as well. So that's so, good. <laughs> I gave Satine strict instructions not to offend everyone. Or, oh, okay. So you know but, that is going right down the fucking the, tubes, I know, right? I know. Okay. So um, so you were born in New, in Louisiana, yeah. and when did you move to this area? Um, uh, well, let's get real deep. Um, I'm actually adopted. So I was mm. really, really young. Thank you, Misty Maven. Um, I am, she threw that shit out of Drag Wars one week. I was like, I'm done. Um, <laughs> you, you can't give little asides when we're <laughs> Yes, I can. Okay. It's perfect. If you have It'll just make everyone more. constantly adjust their, their, their volumes. Yeah. Like a Drag Wars mix, just constantly adjust, adjusting the volumes. Ooh, that's a whole nother topic. But anyway, so you got adopted. Um, yeah, so I was adopted. Um, Really, really young. And then I moved up to the suburbs of Philadelphia, Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. Mm. Grew up there. Um, Yeah, no, I was always like super artsy and creative and really into the arts and kind (laughs) of artsy. I I was was into the arts. Artistic. So, um, uh, were you, I, I see you as either the queenie gay kid in high school who got made fun of or the really bitchy gay kid yep. in high school who everyone was afraid of. Yeah. I was, um, I was like a really gay Regina George. That's what I see. That's yeah. what I figured. No, I, it was would not, really I would weird. never see you like cowering behind a locker. I would see you like pushing no, a jock out of the like, way and being like, move bitch. Well, I think we all kind of had the same upbringing, like elementary school, middle school, where yeah. it was like one of those, like you're different, not necessarily like a title on it, but mm. it was like, I never really, I never had that coming out moment. I never really had that like, oh, mom, I'm gay. Yeah. When we tried that, she was like, Judy told oh, me. thank Judy God. told me I was gay. I didn't tell her, so. Oh, God, she's my favorite. She is. She's everyone's favorite. Oh, everyone likes her more God. than me. I tell everyone, everyone that. I make sure I tell me. your mother That's every fine. time I see her. I like you more than I like your I son, know. daughter. I get that a lot. Yeah. So, um, and um, where'd you go to school? High school? Either or, I don't care. Oh, we're just getting um, to know you. Oh, this is where this is where we're establishing you as a likable person before we completely destroy that in a little bit. Perfect. Okay. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um. Yeah. I went to high school in Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania, Plymouth White Marsh High School, um, and then went to college for a little bit because um, I was forced into it by my Jewish mother mm-hmm. uh, at Columbia College in Chicago, where I went to school for fashion design and merchandising and okay. a minor in digital high fashion photography. Ooh. Except I learned how to edit my face properly and not rely on Facetune like some other queens in the city. Ariel Versace, you're welcome. I love you. You can also see us on the 15th. Oh, this, <laughs> no, this, I'm kidding. This is going to come out in like two weeks. So well, don't that's good. plug don't your show. 12 people. What? What? 
I hate you. Oh, how dare I could have you. had, you know what? You were my third choice for this. <laughs> I usually am. You are. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, and tell us what you do uh, by, by daytime. Yes. Um, I work during the day as a day walker. Um, at Century 21 Department Store in the city. I'm the lead stylist. Ooh. Ugh. Everyone goes, oh, I didn't know you do hair. I'm like, bitch, I don't. It's called wardrobe. The city needs some help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, true story. Before you started working there, I had no idea that there was a department store called Century 21. When you said you were starting to work there, I'm like, oh, she's going into real estate. I Good just said her. the exact same fucking thing. I'm like, she oh, like, she's going to. baby, let, I didn't know that you had a real estate life. Like, they'll let anyone sell houses these days. Look at that. <laughs> That economic downturn. What happened with that commission check? I don't you know. Single but I just handedly, went... You single-handedly caused the like real estate bubble to burst. <laughs> well. One thing, one another thing you've ruined. Okay. Yeah. So we've established that you are were super gay and went to school for fashion and shit. Yeah. Um, when did you start drag? Um, I fell into it. Uh my she literally fell into a closet of women's clothes. Nevada's fashion school. It's true. Know. Um, no, I was my first major relationship ever. Um, I was dating this guy named Jonathan. Um, and Jonathan like, Jackson from Dawson's Creek. Yes. Keep going. Um, we were dating and he had just moved from New York and he was always at like Barracuda and I forget the other one industry, but he was really, um, into watching the drag shows. Like a lot of people do in New York. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's kind of like if you're in gay nightlife, like New York has some of the best Queens ever. So he saw Mimi I'm first a bunch of times. And, uh, when Q lounge was opening, I believe it was opening. What's Q lounge now? Night. Q lounge is now Bud in Maryland's. Okay. Um, so Q that was Lounge, that before or after it was bump after it was directly after. Okay. Yeah. So they were doing a grand opening of Q lounge and Jonathan had said to the owner of Q lounge, Johnny, who I fucking love. Um, there's this queen in New York. She's amazing. She's so funny. You would love her. You got to bring her down. So I guess he either saw something. Or she something wasn't available. So Mimi, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, Mimi. <laughs> I love that bitch. Um, so she, I, I guess he saw her or something. Um, but they had Mimi booked and Mimi slayed the show. She did that fucking hysterical um, Wizard of Oz mix. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first thing. But right. the way that Q Lounge was, it was right in the window. Right. So as she's doing it, it's people like are people like... Outside. There's a million people watching outside. Yeah. So from there came Work Wednesdays, which launched weekly. Nevaeh Shea, Cherry Pop, um, the return policy goes on and on. But it was really cool because I never liked drag. I never got it. I never understood it. I was working as a makeup artist. And um, for Halloween, I went as Gaga uh, in Poker Face when I was really fucking thin. In a pink cowboy hat that she still wears. I'm just kidding. Fuck you, bitch. No, I am wearing it tomorrow. Of course um, Why wouldn't you? Fuck off. Um, so, Nevaeh was the first one to say, look, you, sh- you should do this one time. And I'm like, girl, it's Halloween. Like, I'm going to be that token gay guy. So you were a Halloween queen. I was a Halloween well. queen. Okay. So I did it, and every Monday night, Nevaeh Shea was hosting uh, Woody's 
for RuPaul's Drag Race viewing party. And she was like, just do it one night. We do a show every Monday night. It's this AM, FM rock show. Do it. I was like, okay. So I got in drag and I have always had, which is really weird, super, super, um, like really, really bad stage fright. Like really bad. Really? I swear to God, no one understands before I go on stage, I could literally vomit everywhere. (laughs) It has been. That's how she stays so thin. (laughs) Bulimia. Bulimia on Adderall. Um, But yeah, I get like really, really scared. And I was like, I don't know if I can do it. So Nevaeh had me perform and Brittany Lynn was guest hosting because I think Mimi was actually filming Drag Race at the at, like at the time. Mm-hmm. And so Brittany goes, great, you have five minutes to choose what you're performing and to tell me what your drag name is. And I was <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. She goes, well, figure it out in five minutes. So came up with Satine Harlow like on the spot. That was going to be one of my questions I asked you later is where your drag name came from. Yeah, it was um, Satine from Moulin Rouge but mm-hmm. also because it's the female version of Satan and Harlow from Rachel Harlow from Philadelphia, who was the first transgender uh, Mm -hmm. woman to own her own nightclub in the city. But I thought it was even more fierce because she was uh, engaged to Grace Kelly's brother and like all of this stuff. I always thought it was like um, Jean Harlow, the old school movie star. Everyone did. Um, It's also my slight obsession with Nicole Richie and her child's name. God. I swear to God, I have a tattoo because of it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Yeah. So that was how I first started. I did it and I had five minutes and they literally had to throw me on the stage. And what did did you perform? I did. I know it was Kesha because Salata T only had like 50. (laughs) I love Salata T. She was the DJ. I fucking live for Salata, my drag grandmother, honey. Um, I did take it, uh, take it off. By Kesha. Oh, okay. Um, I looked like a really gothic version of Leah Michelle from Glee. <laughs> nice. And I was like, wait, this is kind of, this is really fun. Like, you don't have to pay for drinks. Yep. You get paid. Yep. And people are throwing money at you. Yep. This is a joke. So from there, I started doing gigs and random stuff at Q. And then the Dollhouse Review started. And I started as a special guest. And then clawed my way into being in the cast and then the rest is history. So I really do have to thank history. History. Gay Philadelphian history. Yeah. Pretty Philadelphian history. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, we talked a little bit last time with, um, with, uh, Anita Manhattan about dollhouse and, um, how long were you with dollhouse? I the whole time, right? I was there there from, from, you were in it when I was in it. Yeah. I was there from show number two, and I can remember the theme was Pop Divas. And I was there until, off and on, mm-hmm. until the last show. Yeah, when it The closed. last show. Because so, yeah, I was in it, like, the last year. Yeah, because I was there before yeah. Porcelain, before Misty. Um, yeah, it was it was. Amazing. I miss it sometimes. I, I miss, miss it all doing, the time. Yeah. I miss like doing, cause I love those shows where it's like, and we get this, I, I do burlesque and there's always themes, but I always like, okay, this week's theme is blah, blah, blah. And sometimes they may suck, but like, it always like gives you something like, Oh, that's a new idea of something that I would have never thought to do. Yeah. I mean that, that's definitely something that I miss. I miss more than anything. And I know you're going to agree with this is that I miss a cast show. Mm-hmm. I miss having a showcased 
group of entertainers Where it's not a that are so different, right. but we're getting paid for what we do. Right. And I think a lot of people forget now with the way the drag is going, like, yeah, it's amazing. RuPaul's Drag Race is great. I think now on terms of, of I guess, being exposed and getting your name out there, drag isn't as taboo as it was oh, yeah. when I started. Even right. when I started, people right. were like... Well, you were probably like one of a handful of like t- 10 maybe. Now there's 900 there's of them. A million, there's a million, which is great. And I can't, I can't discredit I mean, there were a ton when I moved here and that was only th- four years ago. Yeah. And it's grown exponentially even since then. Yeah, but it's one of those things I miss the camaraderie between... The cast. Well, you're and, you're a member of the the Sinful Sundays cast. Yeah. So you can still have that a bit. Which is amazing. More so than I Let do. me plug it. Where there every yeah, Sunday that's, night. Yeah, that's even worth plugging because that'll that'll still be going on when this comes out because it yeah. probably isn't gonna come out for two weeks. Oh. So I'm trying I'm trying to do this biweekly. Good. So I love that. But yeah, we're we're over at uh, Taboo every Sunday night. It's hosted by the goddess Isis, love featuring her. Amira Lynn. I love Isis. And she was the first one to really help get me together mm-hmm. at Q Lounge when she had first moved up from Tennessee. I've seen the pictures with her pencil thin eyebrows. Bitch, her little speaking Chola of pencil eyebrows. thin, I hope this bitch is listening. That bitch, I look at photos and I'm like, at what point? Were we that thin? And we talk <laughs> about it all the time. I look at pictures of me we, from like two years ago. I was oh, like, my oh my God. God. I thought I was so fat then. Well, you know, we womp, joke womp. around that I'm like the Janet Jackson of Philadelphia drag because my <laughs> weight is up and down and oh, up and down. But yeah, we're at Taboo every Sunday night. No cover. Um, I think it's, it's well, now it's the longest running drag show right. in the neighborhood, which is really fucking cool. But it's hosted by the goddess Isis, Amira Lynn, Nevaeh Shea, me, Porcelain, Brooklyn Ford, Melanie Von Cruz, Safira Cristal. It's, it's so many great girls that show up. It, it really is amazing. That's good. It was so good that we got brought back. Yeah. You were. You were put on hiatus. A temporary hiatus. Yes. So, um, so you and I first met, let's, and it all comes back to me cause I'm the host. Um, Thank you, Celine. You and I met, um, probably like a year after, I think I saw you perform the first dollhouse that I ever went to was the oh, one. God. Well, no, I think was the first, the first one I ever went to was the one where, um, it was Nevaeh's birthday, and it was the bouncy house. Uh, the, the week the, that the I said I am castle. absolutely not doing this. I was like, was you, were you in that one? I don't know. I don't think that you were. No. They asked me to do I it. And I was like, no, no. First, first, first of all, time. anything that anyone knows about me, I fall, trip, stumble. I I am the biggest I, fucking klutz I was trying to remember ever. today. I remember. It was Poison. It was Poison. Uh, Omira, Isis, Nevaeh. Maria, I think. Maria. Maria was in the cast then. Because um, they were like, what do you want to do? I said, I don't want to fucking die, bitch. This, I'm not for those who have no idea what we're talking about, um, back before Voyeur renovated to the current state that it's in, um, the set for all the drag shows had to be like loaded in and loaded we out. Had. And I know, right back in the old days. <laughs> and for Nevaeh Shea's birthday, apparently they decided to do a moon an bounce. entire... <laughs> drag show inside of a bouncy castle. <laughs> Literally a pink princess moon but bounce bouncy castle. But it blew up with a group number of all of them inside Bouncing of a around deflated... to jump by Van Halen. <laughs> yes! Oh my God, yeah. So stupid. And they, you could tell they were all like so winded. 
they I think Maria might have been like um, bouncing with a fucking cigarette in her mouth. She because was. You could still smoke. In oh the, no, then. it wasn't because Matt was like, "Look, bitch, this shit is Rent. rental." Yeah. So no, none of you are bringing a cigarette. Don't That's get funny. near it. Don't do anything. But um, I think actually the first time I ever saw you was one of the first friends that I made when I moved here was. <laughs> She who shall not be named, but rhymes with Shmyanna Schmarling. What? Diana Darling? Perfect. Um, May she rest in peace, hopefully. Um, (laughs) We'll edit that out Ain't no peace. Probably not. Don't Um, edit shit, bitch. I don't know how to. I can barely get this shit posted online. Good. Um, But it was, I went with her to Outfest the year that I moved here. And it was the year you and Cherry and Nevaeh did like a short bus. The short bus. Oh, we only did one show and that was amazing. Yeah. And that's where I think I saw you. And then I did Circus of the Stars at Taboo. That's when I first met you. following summer and you were a guest judge. Yeah. Circus of the Stars was, if you ask Brandon Robert, the first of the neighborhood competition shows (sighs) that then went on to spawn. A, a, a competition for a plethora of bottoms and wigs. Do. Exactly. Um, your challenge this week is to make this road cone disappear. Um, <laughs> Nevaeh Shea wins. <laughs> you win. Um, but so, um, so <laughs> we'll talk briefly about your experience in Drag Wars because your experiences in Drag Wars were um, brief. But but so you were originally remembers. in C Cycle Two. 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 And that was before me, but that tell- was with Brooklyn Ford. Maria. Maria. Um a bajillion people. Because that was like the cast because where there was Anne. a million people. No, Anne was in season one. Was she? Oh fuck, you're right. That was all stars. Yeah. Shit. Um that was But I had, when I first started, I, all I heard about was, was like this massive, like explosive fight that happened. On stage at Drag Wars when, like, you either quit or got brought back or something. Ooh. Okay. So. (laughs) Readers digest it. Okay. Give us, like, the Cliff's Note version. The thing about Drag Wars, which is really, really hard, you know because you won. The the thing about it is that I have a daytime job. At the time, I was working... Uh, where the fuck was I? TGI Fridays. Yes. Perfect. Red, Red right? Lobster. All that. Yes. <laughs> Red Lobster. Devouring Home, Hometown Buffet. In the back. She, she, she wiped um, off the spit guards. It was... <laughs> Drag Wars, we were only the second cycle. Yeah. And so it was still kind of new, but the caliber of talent that you had coming into the second cycle was really fucking good. And, and I've seen pictures there was like 30 people or something because there yeah. were four mentors and each person had like six or seven mm-hmm. people on their team. It's crazy. Who else was in there? Nikki Mahal, um, uh, um, Camera Lynn, Coco, um, Coco. God, uh, there were so many bitches who perform. Yeah. And so getting Emily into Valentine, it. Emily Valentine, wasn't she? Emily Valentine was in it. God, I love it. She started the Valentine Awards with that. Right. because that was Or right the Valentine. Me. Yeah. Award. Whatever it is. Perfect. Who cares? Um, <laughs> it was. It, shout out to Emily Valentine. Shout out, bitch. Um, you buying a house and shit. <laughs> I'm trying to rent to own. Um, it was, it was amazing. But at the same time. Cycle one was still very like scaled down. They were still trying to figure it out. And just some of the challenges that would come up, I'm like, on what drag queen budget? Yeah. 
is this going to work? Oh, girl. Yeah. This is still that way. Love you. I know it is. is Still love you, Mimi. Don't try it. Um, But it's, it's difficult when materials are not provided for you. Actually, no, at this time I was only doing drag, only doing drag. Um, she got fired from TGI Friday. <laughs> I did. <sighs> and Red Lobster. Um, it's in the same day. But it's <laughs> fucking hate you. It's one of those things in this city, drag, and people don't understand this. And I'm actually very excited to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. People that watch the shows don't understand. They think that we are getting paid like coin to show up for a gig. Now, certain gigs are very lucrative, and you and I know better than anyone when those gigs pop up, right. you take that shit. Right. However, drag in this city, even though there's a million girls, you are not getting paid what you thought. Well, I mean, I know I have, and the people that I work with, um, producer-wise, know that I have a minimum that I'll do it for just because I... I do have a day yeah, job but you usually and host. I basically have become, this has become a second job. It's just like, I love you, but no, I'm not getting in drag on a Tuesday night for less than such and such. Yeah. Amount. I'm just not, I feel very it. much the same. There's way plenty of other girls now. who will. I'm just not going to. When I talk about it like that at the time, right. It was one of those like, Ooh, $50 girl. Right. Why not? That's but, $50. I, mean, like, I, I, I said with Anita last time, I was like, you will never hear me speak poorly of drag wars because Ever. Drag Wars is what you make of it and it's what you yep. put into it. And I have gotten so much from my experiences doing it. Yeah. But so you dropped out and then got brought back. Is that what the uh, story okay. is? So I want to bring us back to I that dropped story. out because I was just over it. I was like, this is this is not what I signed up for. The the challenges that are getting. Out. This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> But it's true. Bang it's kind of one of those things where you go, well, I'm trying to grab as much material and do what I can and mm-hmm. still on top of it, pay to have a roof over my head, my electricity. Right. I'd like to have food in my fridge. That'd be nice. Right. Um, get to work. Um, but it, it became too much. And I had like my little Britney breakdown and I was just like, I'm done. Dropped out. Mimi did not talk to me. For like a month, a month and a half. And that was really hard for me because she's one of, you know, we're talking about the dollhouse. We're talking about all this stuff. Right. This is someone that was so close to me. And I was like, oh, fuck. I probably should have just talked to her about it first. <laughs> um, in hindsight. In hindsight, I should have done something. Um, but it was, it was, it was tough. Like that was yeah. really tough. I was like, fuck. So, so they bring you back. They bring me back. Back, I get a call or a text from Mimi. I can't remember. And she goes, look, we want to do this thing where someone got eliminated next week. It's 10 p.m., by the way. The show's starting at 11.30. We want you to show up and come back. And I was like, no one's going to fucking care if I show up. It's not going to be a big deal. I slap on the quickest fucking beat ever. I probably throw on a houndstooth dress and a black bob. Shocking. I would never do that. A little bit. Maybe Um, a turban. And they hid me in where the dressing room is now, which used to be that weird closet. closet. Liquor closet. Yeah. Threw me in there. Brandon comes up. No one knew I was there (laughs) until a drunken Ryan Glynn 
He was working backstage. You're welcome, faggot. You're welcome. Tal goes in the dressing room and says to Brooklyn, Satine's here. She goes, what? (laughs) Meanwhile, Brooklyn's my best friend. (laughs) Satine's here. Well, Brooklyn, as we know, that bitch does not fuck around, told everyone that I was coming back. So by the time I got on stage, it was... Everyone was livid. Fucking pandemonium. Like, the foes are pissed. Like, everyone in the audience there pissed at me. How long was it between when you quit to when they brought you back? Like, three weeks. Oh, okay. Okay. So it either gave people, like, a chance to calm down... Or a chance to get, like, really pissed off. So right. I um, ultimately did not get brought back. <laughs> um, and then when... Uh, ultimately. Ultimately did not get brought Spoiler alert. Back, it was, come. I was literally thrown in a cab and like, ooh, go girl. Oh, um, wow. oh it was bad. All right, was I'm bad. out of wine. We're going to pause. Be right back. Cheap date. I don't and we're back. Hi. So, um, for those wondering what we're drinking, I have switched from a lovely crisp white, which is what it's called, from a box of Franzia. Um, I enjoy a crisp white. I like my wine. I like to just, people are like, what are you drinking? And I just answer with a color. (laughs) Yes. In the picturesque leaves. With the delicious taste of pineapple. Wrestling Rioja. (laughs) We're quoting Schitt's Creek, which if you're not watching it, you should be watching on television. Pop TV. But I've switched to my signature uh, absolute pair and soda. I've switched to my um, drink of choice, which is Desperation and Tears. Get closer to the mic, whore. Sorry. Never thought I'll deep throat it. I'll deep throat it. Don't try it. it. Yeah, it does look like a dildo. Please don't put it up your butt. I just more or less want to sit on it. Okay. Well. Yeah. Well, prelude for her pleasure. So, anyways, so you were not brought back that night at um, at Drag Wars, but you did come back to compete in (laughs) All Stars Cycle One. Yes. With me. Yes. And um, we were paired up. For a, a couple illustrious challenges. Bev team. Bev team. team. Bev we were team. team Bev team. No, I love that you make it sound like it was only like like a couple little things that we had to do. No, bitch. We I mean, had... they were all winning weeks, but I mean, I did carry you. Truth. So <laughs> yes, you carried me, <laughs> I, you nasty cunt. Um, so we were paired up. Uh, we did, um, let's, God, what did we do? Well, we did, Ro- we did Romeo well, and Michelle's first, Yeah, the first reunion. one was where we... Had to switch for our runway. Oh, that's right. For our runway, we had to switch makeup. So I had to paint Bev. You're welcome. And she had to paint me. But you wouldn't. It. But you wouldn't let me do it. You were like, "No, nah, I'll do it for you." <laughs> no, you painted me. I, no, I don't think I did. Yes, you did. I don't remember. I that. guarantee you because you pulled out Electric that- Eel by Matt. <laughs> Slapped it on my That's eye. That's when it literally took me like 15 minutes to get in drag. Because I was like, Bev, like. Now well, it takes me a solid 25. <laughs> well, because I remember saying, girl, I'm spending all this time on you. Like. Uh, how am but I going to be ready? My... You go, oh, don't worry. You'll be ready. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't have to talk. Nope. I had that beautiful um, Juliette Lewis and the other sister hair. <laughs> my one wig. Dang it. I still have that wig upstairs somewhere. Satine Can has I never... burn it as soon as we're done? <laughs> no, it's it's a part of history. Um, David. Um, okay. Yes. Um, Satine was taken aback by uh, walking into my apartment tonight and realizing that there are 30 wig heads No, you're not understanding. Us. If you've ever <laughs> seen the show Hoarders, <laughs> but except 
The issue is, is that they are all perfectly aligned all over her house. So more or less, it looks like House of Beauty. <laughs> but, like a lot, if but, you, but a lot more fucking expensive than House of like Beauty. But like sponsored by, dragged by, what's her face? Who's her name? Shut up. Perfect. Um, so anyway, so we, we, we got to do the runway as each other. Yes. And then we had, oh Which God, the then we had to be. Gagged. Then we had to be Sarah Palin and Hillary Clinton. Yeah, it was famous couples. Yeah. Like female, I guess, like partnerships or whatever. Yeah. So we got Sarah Palin and Hillary Clinton. So we did Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Right. And then the last one, which bitch, I dare, I dare another bitch to do a better performance in Drag Wars as a duo than we did. Yeah. Because and it's that, on YouTube too. It's I think. on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. It's, and Farrah Mascara's um, channel, I think, because she recorded actually, it. Actually, whenever you post this, let me know and I'll repost um, yeah. the video. On but Facebook. so we we were Romeo and Michelle from Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. And the audience fucking died. And we and shout out to Matt Morell, who was our Sandy Frank. I miss and Matt. And we did the we did the whole um, the time, after time, time after time choreographed dance. dance. That was so fun. We won that week. <laughs> we Yay. did win that week. And then uh, a couple weeks later, for Broadway week, uh, we were grouped up again with Iris Specter and Scarlet Blue, Scarlet Blue, and uh, Aurora. Aurora. And we did Jurassic Park the musical because we had, which is also on YouTube or or Facebook. I forget. It's bitch. out there somewhere in video. I still love that you and I out of. Every Drag War cycle still have the two most iconic numbers that have ever happened. We won, it's, it's we won not, a Philly Drag Award for our Jurassic did. Park. We did. I won for an autistic uh, <laughs> Nothing beats Rex. Sadine Harlow wearing a baby bop mask on her head as a T-Rex bitch, coming out but the to audience, move, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> the fucking audience died. It was so And then good. when, not to toot my own horn, but I had the brilliance to... Um, no, to write, because they were, for those who have never oh, seen it before, glad. the the people, like, Satine was the T-Rex, yes. I was Laura Dern, um, Aurora <laughs> was the lawyer who gets eaten in the toilet, and then Aurora, I mean, Iris and Scarlet were the kids, yes. so we're all in the Jeep together, and the Jeep was literally just like four chairs with a piece of cardboard on the uh-huh. front of it that like was mar- magic markered to look and like. And it literally said... And then on the other side of it, you flip it over and it said glass roof. roof. And you just came over and started, started beating it. Slamming my head. head. Oh. Oh, to baby when the lights go out. But that horrible oh um, my God. boy band five. song from the night. Wasn't it five? I think so. I baby forget. Baby when the lights I remember I had to pay for that shit on um, on iTunes. It's probably still on there. So, um, oh so yay, that was so fun. And then what happened? So good. Satine dropped out of Drag Wars. No, <laughs> no. What happened was I won that night. You did. And Maria Topcat almost fucking threw herself off the second floor. That's true. Because it was That Broadway happened a couple week. times during uh, Drag Wars All-Stars. Hi, Maria. I love you. We'll have you on the podcast soon. Hi, Maria. How you had? Yeah, Maria almost fucking Mule. killed herself when I won Broadway week. Yeah. She was not happy. But yeah. I was like, come on, bitch. I sang Memory from Cats and nailed it. <laughs> like, Jesus. But then two weeks later, you dropped out again. Yeah. Well, because we got that stupid fucking challenge. Yeah. Which was, um, you have to do a pageant, but, like, we're not going to do a regular pageant. Like, you have to be a cartoon woman. And you have to do swimsuit <laughs> presentation. Like four. Evening out. Meanwhile, we had two <laughs> weeks. I got Marge Simpson. <laughs> Bloop. Uh, I fucking Angelica from the Rugrats. Perfect. I can do that at Philly AIDS Thrift. 
Where in the goddamn city am I going to find enough blue fucking wigs to make the <laughs> well, hair? Well, nowadays, there, you, can just get, you can get that fucking teal wig with the black Now I can just get anyone. fucking Ariel to make one. That's true. Yep. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> Drag by Cherry. No comment. Now Satine's, Satine's um, getting, uh, feeling her Jack Daniels, so she's getting loose. Well, because, no, disclaimer, this bitch... Usually my drink is whiskey ginger. I'm drinking this cocktail and going, whew, this is strong. <laughs> she gave me whiskey on the rocks. I gave her Jack on the, over ice. I thought that's what she drank. I don't fucking know. No, you said you didn't thing, care. Ma'am, the only thing I see here is my heart. But anyways, so um, she dropped out of Drag Wars. I did because and I And we all went back to hating you again, which is a common theme. Not anymore. Now I'm like, but then really you, nice. but well, we'll get there. There's still a couple more bumps in the road for us to go <laughs> through. Can I snort it? Um, but I went on to win. Thank you very much. And um, <laughs> <laughs> we knew you were gonna win. No, you were so consistent every single week. And this well, is tell no that, tell that there's a picture out there of Maria looking pissed as fuck and Brooklyn hiding look, her face the moment that I look, won. I was like, thanks, supportive sister. Here's my thing: the way that this comes out, Maria Topcat is officially the Raven of Philadelphia. Not because of makeup, because she's not. Um, <laughs> You are hateful. No, I'm not. I have eyes. It's not. <laughs> I, Who cares? I the bitch not spin- I have no Look, reason, no the place bitch spins so fast, you can't even see her fucking face. Who cares? Well, that bitch will perform you the fucking house down. And I saw that bitch. Well, she in drag- doesn't have a lot of time to get ready when she shows up 45 <laughs> she minutes. She gives herself. She gives she herself shows up 30 45 minutes. minutes after the 20 show of that is tucking that big fucking Italian kielbasa back. Well, We're that's good. A good. That's a good problem to have. No, but it's true. I have to say, I saw Maria last night before Devil Drag, and that bitch has grown leaps and bounds. Her yeah, makeup wonderful. was incredible. We'll have her on soon. Don't. So, um, all right. So we we went through that. So you do um, sinful Sundays. You're also at Eye Candy I a lot. I do. I am at Eye Candy Drag Arena, um, or as I call it, I'd like to win. <laughs> and I usually explain do. to those who don't know what Drag Arena is. What yes. it is? It is every Monday. Be closer night. to the microphone. I swear to God, I'm yelling. Can you hear me? Well, last, um, the last episode was very dim, so I'm, I'm constantly okay. trying to Okay, well, we'll stuff. teach you how to do this. Um, every Monday... Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Satine Harlow. Thank you so much. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. <sighs> and put that, pull that makeup out of your purse that I saw you stealing up in my bathroom. Girl, I don't want conjunctivitis. I already have a sty in my <laughs> right eye. The night before a huge RuPaul's Drag Race show, so this is great. Huge. <sighs> um, um, uh, so, Drag Arena is... Ma'am. Every Monday night at Eye Candy, it's hosted by Aloe Vera. Basically, there are a group of girls who are available and willing um, to subject themselves to not winning against a booger because someone brought $100 in ones and gave it to some random person in the crowd. Um, That would never happen. But she's not bitter. Geisha. And so, what? We already talked about it. We're fine. She tried it. Um... So you come every week. There's a wheel. They spin the wheel. There's also a list of like random songs. You pray that you know the song, and based on audience tipping, you win. So I'm like, what a lot. Oh, okay. Well, she's there every fucking week. So just the law well, of averages. You. I'm there. On any Monday night, you can find Satine no. Harlow at Eye Candy no. wearing a pink cowboy hat and a fucking uh, green. 
uh, sequin hand- handkerchief as a dress. And just, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's fun. I also uh, have live vocal talent and a fat ass that I paid for. So oh, we're good. We go. um, no, but every second week at iCandy Nightclub, we are bringing a different RuPaul's Drag Race girl there. So... This is going to be after the fact, but season nine, RuPaul's Drag Race, Kimura Black, and Fire Moan will be there uh, tomorrow night. So some fun stuff coming up. All right. So, all right. Let's do, um, let's play a little game of 20 questions. I love this. Which usually ends up being like four or five, but whatever. Jesus Christ. So, uh, shot. Oh, cheers. Teen's doing a shot. Cocktails and conversations. Penicillin. Clink. Clink. I'm trying to keep my ice away from the microphone because last episode, all you heard in the background was. I didn't um, know you had a cameo by Michael J. Fox. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. Um, look at me editing. You're myself. not going to touch that, Bill Cosby. Well, right, Go. Right. Um, okay, Satine. So, what is your favorite? First, what's your favorite performance you've ever done? Ooh. Favorite performance I've ever done. Um, can I tie it? I don't care. Okay. I'm really proud of when I did uh, Memory from Cats at Drag Wars. Because that's a really, really fucking hard song to sing live. Mm-hmm. Um, and Code Red this past year. A uh, Million Reasons into A.O. Oh. Lady Gaga. Wearing the aforementioned pink cowboy hat. Fuck off! Um, and what is your favorite number to perform? My favorite number to perform is Devin Green. Uh, welcome to my home. I hope it's something you, you were going to say that. don't know It's the what first thing I ever is. saw you do. But you know, it's one of those. It's your it's, signature. I do fucking Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me now. I was going to say. 900 it's, times because it makes money. You do that well, and it makes money. I have two numbers that are tied. So it's the Wendy, or it's Devin Green, Welcome to My Home. And if you guys don't know this. It's on YouTube. It's brilliant. Go on YouTube. It's called Brenda's Virgin. <laughs> V-E-R-J-E-E-N. Devin Green is one of the most genius, genius comics Mm -hmm. ever. And she is so underrated and not on the fucking map. This bitch is hysterical. But I like that she's kind of underground and like only the gays and drag queens and stuff like know who she is. She becomes like, like her like camp factor. Well, and then the number goes into our sister who is one of the most... Who is a big inspiration for this podcast. She is! Miss Wendy Ho! Miss Wendy Ho! Shout out Wendy, I love you. Well, Wendy Ho will be here very soon in Philadelphia. Is she? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, off the record. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Wendy Ho has literally been one of my biggest... Inspiration. She's one ever. of the and nicest fucking not only one of the nicest the world. The most naturally funny, compassionate, sweet, genuine Talented. Friends. Yeah. Talented. I mean, like Yeah, she's a sweetheart. We can say that bitch is everything. Wendy Ho, I love you so much. My favorite um, Wendy Ho memory not to hide a poop noodle. Thank you. Poop noodle. My favorite Wendy Ho story ever is, and I told this to her, she had no re- recollection of it. Of course she did We were on the, my first year on the Woody's and Voyeur float. With the turban? 
where she was, we were all getting wasted. Well, and she was supposed to perform Shout down out to the Matt main Ricchetti. stage. Thank you I know, so much. We miss that. Daddy, we miss you. Um, all the drag queens on the What Do You Isn't Boy Your Float used to just get bombed because there was plenty of liquor on the We the all float. knew not to talk. I, oh, my God. <laughs> you, wear, you wear a fucking tarp and you, you Girl. go. And sunglasses. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Wendy had to perform on the main stage, <laughs> and she was doing oh her God. song, Fuck Me, but... They had asked her, wait, they had, they had asked her not to say the F word because there were going to be families present. So she was changing it to funk me, but we all got so drunk and someone, (laughs) Eric Jaffe, may have pulled out a joint or two on the float and someone, Wendy, may have gotten a little too drunk or high. (laughs) So we get there. And she comes out on stage, on stage and she's like, what the fuck is up, fucking Philadelphia? I'm not supposed to cuss. how you funk, funk me. me. We're like, girl. Get your fucking hands up. Well, we're like, funk me when you Girl, can. you just said fuck about six times. Yep. <laughs> so girl. Shout out to Wendy. I love her. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, I do love that number of yours. That's a hysterical one. Yeah, it's either that or Willem screaming shit. Screaming shit. shit. That's a good one, too. Um, what is your most embarrassing... Drag memory. It doesn't have to be a performance. In hindsight, mm-hmm. dropping out of Drag Wars. Not what I thought you were going to say, but okay. Well. Why? What did you think I was going to say? I, I thought you were gonna, it was going to be like one of your like 3 a.m. No. Facebook videos no. where you're like, I am no. never doing this no. again. No. <laughs> No. Okay, well. I'm not unapologetic. Well, we're lo- for that. they're looking for contestants for cycle eight, so if you want to jo- join. Great. Did you? What? what? I already won. I'm not allowed to compete again. <sighs> Bing. Um, okay. So, what are your pet peeves of drag? Oh my God. And we're at minute 43, so. Good. We got 10 minutes, bitch. <laughs> um, uh,. Not covering your eyebrows properly. Okay. There's I'm a already reason. a violator of that. Bye. Um, no, I I can't I can't take someone seriously when you show up and it looks like your eyebrows look like fucking cottage cheese <laughs> set with Elmer's glue. I can't. Um, I also with all these competition shows. Um, Everyone feels very fucking entitled. Yeah. Everyone feels entitled. And I have a major issue with that because I'm like, bitch, I have literally scratched my nails. I call it, I love him to death. I call it the Shone Wolf effect because I love you, Josh. And we talked about this. Um, He has so many different competitions. Like Drag Wars is Drag Wars. And like, that's like the one thing. But I feel like you've, you put in your fucking time with that because it's well, so Well, she much. knows. But, like, so many of these She people, won't admit it, but she knows. Hi, and Dad. people will probably say like, that I was this way, but I really actually have tried to not be like that. But you, you get have this your sense of... Ent- oh, no, you. you have your Satine Harlow bitch moments. Like what? Like when you snap. I am a very busy lady, and, <laughs> I, don't get, and I don't get a lot of sleep. Yeah, okay, bitch. Um, but no, I, would, I agree. There's a lot of, like, it's just like, girl, 
You won like one week at Miss Everything. It's not that big a fucking That's deal. That's what's killing me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's more or less one of those things that it annoys the shit out of me because I'm like, there are so many good girls that have paved the way and actually bring in a crowd. And it's not like, what's trendy in Philadelphia? Yeah. Because it's, we give people a reason a million come. reasons, if you will. Give me memories. <laughs> See how I tied that back there? Also performing that tomorrow. Oh, just color me surprised anyway. Well, fuck you. I actually have live vocal talent. Um, I actually can sing. I just choose not to because it's not my strength. Well. With jokes like these, you'll be back quite <laughs> often. <laughs> um, shout out, Lady I Bunny. I vocal down to the peers and back and me out to trophy, Miss Honey Girl. No one has any idea what we're talking about. No. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, so and okay, so those are your only two pet peeves? No, I mean, the list goes on. Well, keep Everything going, bitch. Me. I'm okay. trying to, this is the okay. part of the show where you prove why you're the most hated drag queen in Philadelphia. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, okay. And she's off. <laughs> off and um, running. Yeah, no. The, the number one pet peeve is definitely girls that feel like they deserve things. I don't deserve anything. I worked really fucking hard to be where I am. Worked really hard. I'm working 50 plus hours a week plus throwing my name in there (laughs) into every gig that I can because that's what I do. I'm a hustler. I work hard. I'm a hustler, baby. Thank you. I was waiting for it. Fucking nasty white bitch. Do the hustle. Trademark, trademark copyright. Oh, now iTunes is never. Are the audio this. levels uh, proper? The uh, <laughs> the uh, I mean, iTunes it's Bev never... mix. Oh, oh you're going to be you're going to be so mad when I don't release this, and you're messaging me in two weeks, being like, "Girl, where's the where's the thing? Where's the thing? Where's the Who's thing?" Who's messaging who, bitch? <laughs> there okay. you go. That's your sound effect. Okay. <laughs> From week one. Um. No, it's, it's, it's more or less now, I think, in this city, everyone feels entitled. It really pisses me off. It really pisses me off. Um, other pet peeves are um, no shapewear, no pads. <laughs> okay. Um, pretending that you're a top on grinder. That's oh. also really annoying. Pretending that you're a top <laughs> on grinder. Um... Stealing um, all of your lipstick. Geisha. <laughs> um, Is that who stole it? I don't know. I'm just guessing. You have, I, have you gotten the back? No. <laughs> Nothing. By the way, Bev is talking about, I had a show. Someone stole my BCBG, uh, BCBG runway winter coat and seven of my Jeffree Star lipsticks, which I paid for. Fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> what else pisses me off? Drag by Cheriel. Stop. Um, <laughs> I just say that because I love mentioning her name whenever I can. I'm just giving her publicity. I don't know her. Available on Instagram. Not on Drag Race. Stop. <laughs> so, um, neither are you or I, bitch. So. I know. And the one season of fucking. And unlike Satine, I've submitted tapes. I'm just kidding. Oh, I. I'm just kidding. I submitted emails. I'm like Hillary. <laughs> I'm not telling anyone whether I did or not. However, next season, season 10, bitch, I swear to God, if I, which TikTok, if I walk in that workroom and you're not there, I'm going to freak out. Oh, well. 
That's a conversation for us. Oh, it's off, fine. We'll give her a I've, I've signed ironclad non-disclosure agreements. I'm just kidding. No. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Satine, you've been a blast. Is there anything else you'd like to say um, or or plug or um, plug other than your, your anus? Um, yeah. Um, make sure that you get tested once a month. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no glove. Um, no love. Wrap it up before you <laughs> smack it up. Um, no, every second week at Eye Candy, I'll be there with the different RuPaul's Drag Race girl. Make some noise for Eye Candy. Do it at home. Woo! Do it at home. Um, Thank you. Um, are you allowed to tell us who next month is? This is coming out in two weeks. I'll edit it out if you're not allowed to. Okay. Um, next month will be Morgan McMichaels. Oh, okay. I think I from that. RuPaul's Drag Race season two. Her pink is everything yeah oh and her impersonating pink is also really good too um (laughs) um yeah we have some really really exciting shit coming up at eye candy um every sunday night at taboo lounge and sports bar sinful sundays um i don't know and wherever if you have a check i have a fucking talent so just book me okay well, thank you for joining us, Satine. You is smart. You is kind. You, you is, is not, not important at not, all. You was no. my third choice no. for tonight. Oh, and you can follow me <laughs> on social media on all platforms at S-A-T-I-N-E. All platforms. Uh, uh, Christian Mingle. Black people meet. Uh, J- definitely black people J- meet. J-Date. Farmers De- only. Sure. Sounds great. Perfect. Well, That's the teen Harlow on Alabama. I know. Because spell it out. Well, most people are not smart. S A T I N E H A R L O W. That spells out Mimi on first. So make sure <laughs> you follow me online. Um, thank you for having me. Yay. This has been fun. This is fun. Getting to talk to this fucking dumbass for an hour. This is great. Well. We'll see how much of you I keep into the... I can't wait to go upstairs and steal your I can't wait to edit Ariel Versace into this conversation and completely cut you out of it. Uh, All right. Bye, everybody. (laughs) See you in a couple weeks. Bye.